Hey, welcome to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. Now, we will still be loading some podcasts occasionally on here, but Jill just launched her brand new membership site, Recruiting 101. And you can join Recruiting 101, receive lots of exclusive materials like new interviews, unlimited access to the video library, a monthly live Zoom meeting with Jill, and instant access to some beautiful PDFs. So all of this to help you thrive in your recruiting journey, and all of this in just one place on the Recruiting 101 members-only website. Go to jhicksconsulting.com, click on the R Services tab, and hit that Recruiting 101 membership on the dropdown. We look forward to seeing you there, and now enjoy this next podcast with Jill Hicks. Welcome back, everybody, to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. Wow, things are really moving along. It seems like super fast. Uh, I can't believe it's March, and many of you have already competed at your state championships, and some of you have your meets coming up. And I can attest to what I'm seeing on Instagram and lots of you are cleaning up your routines, adding in the, all the details and um, doing a great job of even putting in some upgrades to increase your start values. So congrats to all of you JH girls that are moving things forward. Um, just a little reminder, the recruiting process or even just sports in general can often feel a bit like a roller coaster ride. There's going to be those good days and bad days. There's going to be injuries and things that you don't anticipate that come up. And really it's about who can manage the distractions, the occasional things that impact that smooth path that you hoped you had before season started. And it's very rare for any athlete to have a full season where they don't have some kind of, you know, unexpected struggle that comes along. So if that's you and you're going through a tough time or you have an injury and you have to get petitioned into regionals, it's a-okay. Remind yourself that it's the mental mindset that's going to carry you into that meet with or without all the things you had hoped for. Um, like if you don't get to compete at state, you can still absolutely prepare yourself just as well by doing all the things that maybe you thought you weren't going to have to do, but you may just have to work really hard at visualizing, um, doing your mental choreography, conditioning hard so you're staying fit, and just preparing your mind to compete at regionals without maybe being able to compete at state. But many times you can go into that meet a lot stronger and healthier um, without having to have a, quite a few meets prior. So see it as a positive and there are so many athletes and gymnasts in particular that are going through things just like that. So I want you to be encouraged no matter where you're at in the process of your season. Remember that it's progress and not perfection. 
and that college coaches really do understand because they are going through it themselves with their own girls on their team. So it's not a big surprise to them when you have speed bumps along the way, just communicate it if you can on your Instagram, show them how you're coming back strong and then communicate it in emails if that's the phase you're at in the recruiting process. All right, so we have three different fun topics today. One is tips to help the gymnast enhance her college recruiting opportunities. Two, um, we're going to talk about what are the expectations once you get on a college team. And then number three, how do you find the right coach for you in college? All right. So these are going to be fun. They're going to be short, but I think they're going to really add to your perspective, wisdom, and knowledge as you walk through the college recruiting process. Number one in tips that are going to help you create or enhance your college recruiting opportunities. Number one, you want to create those strong videos. So these need to be videos that showcase, of course, your best routines your skills and your performances, but not perfect. So that's something we're constantly talking about. But just remember that strong videos can also be videos where you struggle and you show yourself coming back or you're showing yourself even in training more than you are in meets because maybe you aren't having a lot of success at meets, but you do a really good job in training. So there's so many ways to show strong videos to college coaches. It's not just about the perfect routine that you compete with a super high score at a meet. There's so many creative ways and things you can do it, but I would recommend you be careful of doing highlight videos because highlight videos only show the highlights and college coaches know you have low lights. So you've got to show them, you know, um, not just picking apart routines and only showing the best parts. They want to see how do you do from start to finish? How do you handle pressure? Number two, attend summer camps and fall clinics. So attending these summer camps on a college campus and fall clinics will give you the opportunity to show your skills in front of that specific coach. And it's going to show you if it's the right fit for you because you're going to have to travel to the school and see how far it is from home. You're going to notice how big the campus is or small. And you're also going to really get a feel for what the facility is like and the people are like. So I highly recommend you attend the summer camps that are on college campuses. You can mix that in with other things like a fall clinic or a showcase, but remember they do have different purposes. Number three, like I said, you can participate in a showcase. Participating in showcases will not only give you exposure to a wider range of coaches, but it's also the opportunity to be coached by multiple college coaches in one day, if they're, if that's the kind of showcase it is. Number four, network with coaches. So timing is key. You definitely want to reach out to coaches you are interested in and places you're, you know, you desire to compete for but you want to be careful on when you send your information so you don't get put in the no thank you pile. 
You can also, when you're emailing coaches, ask for feedback on routines and skills and what you can do to improve. Um, keep Number five, keep your grades up. Strong academics performance will make you more desi a more desi desirable recruit. Make sure to prioritize your studies and maintain a good GPA. Number six, get a good college recruiting website designed. So this is obviously um, optional, but we have just launched a partnership with Katie Brazil and she designed some pretty amazing websites. If you're interested, she has an offer going right now for under $300 and you can get your design done in three to five days. So take a look uh, on our website, jhicksconsulting.com and um, you might want to get one design so you can have all your information in one place. And then number seven, seek guidance from a professional. So one of the things that happens here at JH Consulting um, which I, how I wanted it when I designed this business was to make it very personal. So every client of ours gets their own advisor and we have a complete plan and it comes with PDFs. It's not just meeting with you and asking how you're doing, but we have a five-step plan. We take you through with everything in mind to get you to that final stage of making a commitment. And we focus not just on the gymnastics, but also the academics. We have an advisor, Christy, who's a specialist in that. So if you have interest in getting help writing an essay or finding out about academic scholarships, she's absolutely available to you. But in general, our advisors are trained to take a look at your background, your skills, your start values, your scores, your academics and grades, and come up with a list of 10 schools for you to target with you um, obviously giving input and your parents. So if that's something you might be interested in, those are the seven things that I recommend to enhance your recruiting opportunities. All right, topic number two. Have you ever noticed some gymnasts are no longer on the roster after a year or they suddenly transfer colleges? This, is, this actually happens sometimes, believe it or not. Sadly, sometimes um, athletes are on a team and they're not asked back. And this can happen to any team, any athlete at any time. So it's really important that you are aware of all the things that you are going to be responsible for when you become a student athlete. Now, some of the things are obvious and some of the things you'd be surprised how some athletes really do struggle. And what I say is after the honeymoon phase is over and you're all excited, you're at campus, you're a freshman, um, you have to realize that the college coaches evaluate the whole season at the end of the year. And it's up to them to create a winning team. So, um, they have to look at every single athlete on the team and how they performed and how they did in school and how they're doing connecting with the other girls and what are they doing to enhance or distract the team. So we want to be sure that you realize if you're going to 
end up on a college team and represent a university that you really understand what it's going to take. So I've been a college coach for 20 years and I have seen some athletes arrive and do a really great job transitioning to college and others really struggle. So here are a few areas you want to be aware of. One, you need to be on time and you need to be at every place that you've been asked to be at. And there will be a lot. There's a lot of commitments that go with being a student athlete. So you have all your academic stuff and then you have all your athletic requirement type things. So there's team meetings, there's athletic department meetings that they expect you to go to. There's, um, you know, events that they do with other athletes. Um, they want you to support other sports. So you, you need to sometimes go to other events. Sometimes you're going to go speak at things. Sometimes you're just going to re represent the team, you know, at an elementary school and do a talk, or you might read books to kids, or there's just, sometimes there's fundraisers. After meets, you're going to be signing, um, you know, your autograph to things. So you're marketing the team. Uh, you might be asked to even travel to do some interviews at times. So there's a lot involved in being punctual and be attending everything that's required of you. Number two, dedication and hard work. College athletics are challenging and to perform at your best, you need to be dedicated and put in a lot of hard work to stay on the team. You must maintain your fitness level and continuously improve your skills. Number three, respect. They want to see that you respect your team, coaches, and university and any of the rules that you have been given. Number four, responsibility. You remember that you do represent the team and your college. And when you are on the field or off, you are responsible for this. Therefore, good sportsmanship is critical. Number five, communication. Now, five seems really simple, right? No big deal. Communicate. But you'd be surprised how many freshmen have to learn how to communicate. And if you don't learn it fast enough and do it well, it snowballs into bigger issues. And I have seen just like communication becoming one of the reasons why a college coach may not ask you back on the team. So it's really important that you learn how to speak up. And when some, things aren't going well right away, you want to let the coaches know because often they have ways of helping you through things that you may not realize. Now, one of the problems I used to see as a college coach is some student athletes never had to do or take responsibility for communication because other people, other people did it for others did it for them. So you have to understand that's not going to happen when you go to college, college coaches don't talk to parents much and they don't want to talk to parents much. They want to see you at meets and they're thrilled that you support the team, but they are focused on the student athletes. And because of the HIPAA laws, they're not going to be communicating with you as parents like you think they might. So you have to separate that out and build into your, you know, as your athlete becomes a junior and senior in high school, start helping them be 
able to communicate because you want, that's a big foundation of their success in staying on a college team. All right, last topic for today is finding the right coach for you in college requires some research and effort on your part. Here's some tips to help you with this. So one, start by researching the coach and the program. So I know, again, this sounds like I just want to be asked to be on a team. I can get along with lots of people and I'm not picky about my coach, but I'm telling you, once you get to college and that coach is your leader, that coach is in charge of you four hours a day. And even more, when you start traveling, it better be the right personality that's going to fit for you and the right coaching style. So you want to look for information about the coaches, like I said, coaching style, personality, and experience. You can check the program's website, speak with current or former players, and research the coach's background and coaching philosophy. Number two, attend the team's games or practices. This is always a great way to get a vibe. You can see them out there in action. Watch for their body language. So going to practices and meets is an excellent way to observe the coach and the team dynamic. You can assess the coach's attitudes and style during games and see how he or she interacts with players. Number three, go ahead and speak with the coach when you're allowed to. Reach out to the coach, obviously, via emails, phone calls, introduce yourself, get on their campus, go knock on their door, have a quick meeting with them, and express your interest in the program. Ask the coach questions about the program, the team's goals, and their expectations. And lastly, number four, consider factors like location, academic programs, and, and their facilities. So you're going to choose a coach and a program that will align with your academic and athletic goals, not just your athletic goals. So look for a team that is a good fit for your strengths and talents as an athlete. All right. So that is pretty much it here at College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. Don't forget, we have Recruiting 101 now that I'm doing, and you can see everything about what you would receive. If you purchased it, it's $15 a month. You can go to the website and look up Recruiting 101. I'm super excited about it. I've done quite a few additional interviews with people who I think are really helpful in the community of gymnastics, not only in club, but in college. And I'll be loading more every single month, as well as we have PDFs that you can print off and put in your daughter's bedroom. So if you're having a hard time communicating with your athlete in those teenage years, that's what these PDFs are for. And we don't have them for our own JH girls, but we do have them in Recruiting 101. And they are really well designed. And I think they're really going to enhance your daughter's experience in walking through the college recruiting process. And then I do a Zoom once a month with just my Recruiting 101 members. So if you're a JH family, this is not an automatic because as a JH family who has a personal advisor, you are paying an advisor to advise your daughter personally. But Recruiting 101 is more of a broad-based informational place for anybody who wants just information about gymnastics or about athletics or about pretty soon I'm going to be do parenting the athlete. So different topics, um, 
and they're a separate entity of each other of JH Consulting. So check it out. And thanks so much for joining me here at College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, you can find Jill's recruiting information all in one place at her new membership site. She also wants you to know her personal advisors are waiting to help your athlete have a plan and roadmap to the right college team. Thanks for listening today at College Recruiting with Jill Hicks.